Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Welcome, everybody, to episode six of VAR at the Bar Bite Size. My name is Chris, and who am I with tonight? I'm Dan. How are you, mate? You okay? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. How are you doing? Not too bad at all, thank you. Right then, we're here for one thing only, that is England-Czech Republic. How do you think it went? Well, obviously England got the win, top the group. Uh, that's obviously a big plus. Happy with that. First half performance got me quite excited, actually. I enjoyed it. I uh, thought there were, there were more goals in them. They looked threatening every time they went forward. But then I didn't quite get the same feeling in the second half. I don't know about you, Chris. Did you feel the same? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, obviously, as we're recording this straight after the match, just all sinking in at the moment. Yeah, I thought first half they were as good as I've seen them, obviously, in the competition. Second half seemed like they just sat back slightly. A little bit dangerous at some times of conceding a possible equaliser, I thought, because the Czechs, in a weird way, improved their game second half as well. So it sort of almost cancelled each other out. But first half, very impressed. And with the changes, he's going to have some headaches, I think, for the the last 16 match. Yeah, you could be right about that. thought um, Grealish came in and had a good game, Yeah, as you'd expect. And I thought that Saka had a barnstorm in first half. Yeah, he controlled the game, I thought, first half. Um, I think um, when the Czechs saw the team sheet and saw Grealish, they probably thought, oh, 
got to keep two men on him, but gave Saka all of Wembley, gave him too, far too much space. And he really made them pain nearly a couple of times, didn't they? Yeah, any chance he got to turn and run at them, he did. And he, he frightened the life out of them early doors. And he, he set the tune for yeah. the whole of that first half, I felt. Yeah, and, and it was nice to see that they were including Kane as well into the into the play as well, first half. He had that effort as well. Good save, though. Yeah, it was. It was a, it was a good, good um, firm hand he held up there in the last second. Yeah, it was good. I thought Kane, yeah, link-up play was a lot better. He looked like he was a threat again. Yeah. Um, had players around him. He wasn't so isolated. Yeah, but, yeah the, the, Although it wasn't the perfect performance by any means, I'm not getting carried away, but I thought there were a lot of positives and England are yeah. starting to show signs of growing into this tournament yeah. now. Right then, as we've done for all the other England episodes, we'll quickly go through the starters anyway and um, just quickly comment on them. Okay. Jordan Pickford made a good save first half, didn't he? Yeah, uh, destined for the top corner, but he, uh, yeah. he got across and palmed it wide. It was a good save, you're right. Throughout the whole of the tournament, he seems solid, been solid enough. He hasn't really been tested particularly a tremendous amount, which in a way is obviously a very good thing. But we'd like to see just to see how he is. Distribution seemed pretty good as well, a lot more improved. First half, he played a fantastic ball, I think, to Grealish, wasn't it? In the centre, yeah, chip down the middle of the pitch. Yeah, um, it's perfect for him to collect the ball and turn and run. Yeah, it was a well placed kick that one, yeah. and. Like you say, with the shot stopping, can't really fault him. He's he's come and punched crosses when he had to. Distribution's been reasonable. Good with the ball at his feet. You know, no no mistakes and clangers yet. No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd rather have done them in the groups than probably in the last 16, but we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. We'll start on the left then. So Luke Shaw, what do you reckon? It, what sort of game do you think he had there, mate? Good. He, he he got forward. He really got to the edge of the box and even the byline. Got his crosses in, yeah. especially in the first half again, because that England played further yeah. at the pitch in the first half, generally speaking. But yeah, I, I thought that the link-up play was really good. He was overlapping. He was um, feeding off the position of his teammates to sort of make those runs and be a threat. So yeah, yeah all really good signs. I, I thought he played more like the Luke Shaw Man United. It, like yeah. I said, doing all of that, had plenty of energy, worked well with, like I said, with the overlaps. Yeah, can't can't really um, extend anymore because I thought he had a fantastic game. Or first he made a really, anyway. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. And he made a really brave header, header clearance in the first half as well. He got he did, yeah. booting the chops for it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I know, almost scored from it though, didn't they as well? Sushek, I think. Yeah, that's the one. But yeah. yeah, no, brave defending. That's what you want to see. Great stuff, yeah. Okay, so we'll go with um, John Stones, we'll start off with, centre-back. Uh, another solid game, I thought. I think with Harry coming back, sort of shored him up a little bit more, a bit more confident. Yeah, I, I thought that um, having those two at the back together, when England were in possession, I thought they were a lot more fluid in moving mm. the ball quickly. And that was the big criticism against Scotland. They were moving yeah. the ball so slowly. Yeah. I think having those two at the centre-back partnership, they did move the ball a lot better. And they both had their eyes down the pitch looking for yeah. um, that dangerous direct pass a lot more as well. No, no, I agree with that. And defensively, they did they did what they needed to do. I mean, obviously, Patrick uh, Schrock's a, a difficult customer. He's, as we've seen, good good with his, on his feet and obviously good in the air. Big unit, and they seem to manage him quite well, I thought, yeah. in the first half especially. 
Harry Maguire, first appearance. Uh, probably a good one for him to come back yeah. to in many ways. Yeah, he seemed pretty sharp. And didn't have, again, like we said, between him and Stones, they sort of catered quite quite comfortably for the attack the attack of the Czechs because it didn't really go particularly direct, did they? They went quite down the wings mainly. Yeah, he had a fairly quiet game at the back. Yeah, he did everything he had to do. Organised, it seems. So Went good. on a bit of a mazy run in the second half as well, didn't he? He's trying to... Uh, Open it up a bit for for the team. Yeah, still got it. Still got, still it. got it. Yeah, and also a um, bit more yeah. of a threat at set pieces as well. Yeah. With Maguire back, which is a big plus. We started to see some of those old routines again. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right then, we, and again, we expected a few changes by Gav. I was expecting a bit more of expansive team selection, but he's gone again with sort of two defensive midfielders. And he went with Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips. I thought we might as well just do them both together. Again, I'm still having issues <laughs> finding what Declan Rice does in attacking mode. So a lot of passes going neatly back to Maguire or Stones as, as and when needed. Again, not quite sure what he quite does for the team that's advantageous. Yeah, and I thought... Um... <laughs> I thought Phillips had another good game. Yeah, um, definitely the physical presence in the middle of the park. Yeah, tough tackling. Didn't let anything uh, run by him easily. Exactly. He was always the first on the scene for England, which is great. Great to see. But yeah, Bryce, um, there's a couple of passes I thought he did in the first half where um, the the ball left his feet first time and went to someone in a dangerous position. So I'll give him credit for that. But yeah, I don't think he, again he didn't really put his stamp on the game. And it, it was taken off at half time, probably yeah. just precautionary for Southgate. But yeah. um, I thought Henderson did well when he came on. He was a little bit more progressive with his passing. He had um, a bit more guile, chipping yeah. balls into Kane. Thought it was a yeah, little exactly. bit more creativity there. I think that's the problem, isn't it? Um, I just don't think that possibly what how, what Gareth wants from him probably is something that comes naturally to him. Where maybe with the other other two that you got with Calvin Phillips and Hendo. It's a little bit more natural to them. I missed out Carl Walker. I can't miss him at right back. How do you reckon he did? Yeah, solid. He likes to use his pace, doesn't he, to yeah. cover that back line. I think that's probably an instruction from the manager, actually. And I think that's very wise. Uh, it worked well in the last World Cup, where mm. he was playing as part of the back three there. But just giving that extra cover with yeah, the I saw that. Yeah, well, I saw that. He was very. He, he almost gave them the wing, didn't he? He gave yeah. them, you know, he sort of said, okay, I'll let you cross it in, but I'm staying sort of to the front post. I'll be the one to header it, especially second half. It seemed like he gave the attacking, uh, what would it be, left left winger or left fullback that they had a bit of a chance to get the ball in. And I thought that's not normally like him, but like you said, Gareth Sorders maybe. Yeah, but it's a good point. You you gotta you gotta stop the service at source at times. Mm. You gotta you gotta close yeah. people down. I mean, there was one where it was a bit of a dangerous ball, and I was like, "Why is he not gone it gone to him?" But yeah. again, I don't know whether this is just a bit of the way that Gareth was playing, formation wise. Whether he thought that one of the tracking midfielders was going to go down there, but it was just a miscommunication. I do think as well though that the attacking side of his game is, is not quite been there for England no. the last couple of games. When Reese James was on the pitch against Scotland, I thought he got into better positions than what yeah. Walker has been doing. I know, I know the 
Lincoln play wasn't quite there for Reese James with Sterling down that wing against Scotland. Yeah. But I think he was getting into the right position still. And Walker, he didn't for me. Okay, so now the attacking four. I know we've already mentioned a couple, but um, we'll go. We'll start off with our goal scorer Raheem Sterling. Well, he was a bit of a nightmare for them first half, wasn't he? First ten minutes, he obviously had a great chip that was very unlucky. Hit the post. Oh yeah, really showing some real attacking presence. His pace, running off the ball, causing all sorts of problems. I thought he was going to end up being two or three at the first after the first ten fifteen. And then yeah. obviously pops up with a header. I mean, how many times do you say <laughs> that for Sterling? But no, he had a good game, I thought. Yeah, and I think um, you touched on it there, but his movements off the ball in particular, he was all over that defensive mm. line for the Czechs. He caused them major problems in their assignments. Great movement. And um, obviously, we know what he can do on the ball. So he's um, he has to be respected. And it's, uh, it's tough for your oppos- opposition to pick him yeah. up. Very good game he had. Uh, Jack Grealish, what did you reckon to... I know he's touched at the beginning, but I thought he was quite quite steady. Where, you know, he seemed to drift onto the left side a little bit, wasn't he? Sort of centre to left side. But yeah, I was impressed with him. He obviously got fouled quite a lot, but that's you've got to take that as a compliment, really, haven't you? Yeah, no, I think he had a good game. He, he held the possession for England. If you're not playing with an out-and-out target man, or you need someone to carry that ball forward so that you're retaining possession and you're maintaining your attacks. I think Grealish is really, really good at doing yeah. that. He does it all the time week in, yeah. week out for Villa. Does, and every yeah. time I've seen him for England, to be fair, he's, he's yeah. carried the ball and he's either won free kicks or he's got into the box and well, he's made the cross for the yeah. goal as well, hasn't he? Brilliant link-up player, uh, I thought, first half with him and Shaw as well. They seem to have a real good understanding, which is good. Um, yeah, it bodes well. That's what I thought. And then obviously moving across to Mr. Saka. I mean, it was nice to see him start. I was quite surprised. I was thinking possibly he might have given Sancho the nod ahead of him. But yeah, definitely give a bit, give Gareth a bit of a headache, like we said at the beginning of the pod. Fantastic all round, I thought. He caused problem after problem. Somehow didn't get a free kick out right on the uh, in the area almost in the first half. I don't know if you saw that. That was ridiculous. <laughs> But no, I thought he was great. That was brilliant. Every time he got half a yard to turn, he was just gone like a shot. Acceleration was just past the defender before they even realised what had happened. And then it was it was it was darting into spaces from deep, carrying the ball 30, 40 yards up the pitch. Yeah. He it was him more than anyone today that set the tone early doors for England. Fantastic player. And to be honest, I totally forgot about him when the squad was called, as in you know, on who to replace. Everyone's talking about your Foden's and, you know, Rashford's to come in and Sancho's. But I totally forgot that they had Saka in as a replacement and he's really given Alfred something to think about, hasn't he? Yeah, he's lightning fast. And if you're playing against a team with a bit of a tired defence towards the game, yeah. you've got to think about bringing him on, stretching yeah, that back to. line. He's very clever with his runs and his movements as well. He's a clever person. Well, after Lee Dixon mentioned that, or yeah. Sam Matterface about three or four times about his GCSEs. Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> but to be fair to the lad, every interview he's done, he comes across. As, oh, uh, he's a young player. Very he's very, very switched on and mature, like you say. Oh. I'll be honest with you, hearing all the lads on the interviews, you know, your Foden's, um, Jaden Sancho, 
I mean, you've got to remember they're all under 22. It's unbelievable yeah. the maturity they've got in dealing with this sort of pressure as well. The biggest tournaments of their, their lives. And there's so much pressure on them as well, especially with what's going on, obviously, with the pandemic and everything as well. It just gets people a little bit more happy, doesn't it, seeing what's going on, especially when England win. Well, a couple of average performances from England, and there's a few boos in the ground in the, game, in the Scotland game. And that mm. pressure for the players, oh, the yeah. expectation of performance, it's, it's tangible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And perfect link there, Dan, to go on to pressure and Harry Kane. I know we mentioned yeah. him again at the beginning. And he just seemed a little bit more like himself. Obviously, had a point to prove. Gutted that he didn't score a goal. Had him on a bet to score, but unfortunately, didn't come out. <laughs> I think once he gets the goal, he'll be away, I think. I think I think the criticism has been very harsh on Kane. Yeah. Um, for me, every time I've watched him, he's, he does what Harry Kane does. He plays yeah. his game. The problem's been that he's been a bit isolated. He's not England have not been playing high enough the pitch, not getting the bodies around him to link up. But I've, I've not seen any change in the way that he plays the game. I think, to be honest, he, he's obviously a lot more a bit more psyched up. But you've got to remember, for example, Scotland game, they had three at the back. I think it was wise to keep playing, playing him because I think if they played Calvert-Lewin, I think that would have put even more pressure on Harry for the, the final 16 match. Do you want to have a quick talk about the subs that we put on? Uh, yeah, go on, lead the way, Chris. Yeah, sure. So, obviously, Hendo, we quickly spoke about, didn't we? Looked look pretty sharp, scored yeah. a goal. That was outside, yep. unfortunately. But, no, can't complain with that. Rashford came on, but I didn't really see him do anything, to be honest. I think No, a couple of good runs um, mm. where he got to the byline. Um, he's, he's good with the ball at his feet, but... Yeah. For me, Marcus Rashford, for all his quality, and he's got a lot of quality, he's a yeah. gifted player, I just don't see enough end product in any of yeah. his play at Man United or for England, if yeah. I'm honest. Very, I'd love him to prove me yeah. wrong. Uh, Mings, he just came on, I think, for the last five minutes, wasn't it? So, didn't really... Wasn't in the game, really, was he? No. Um, Jaden Sancho came on again last five minutes. Shame, really. I would have liked to have seen a bit more of him. I think... Second half, like we said, it was both teams seem to have been set, settling a little bit for one nil. And yeah, it was, uh, it, I'd like to have seen a lot more of him. To be honest, should have come yeah, on just after half time. Exactly. See, see how he gets on. Jude Bellingham, good, good, solid. I thought it was solid when he came on. Um, I thought he looked good actually. I mm. thought um, he was he was getting that turning and uh, running past. The midfielders. Yeah. He, he looked like he had something about him. He, he's definitely going to be one to consider for yeah. Southgate. He's definitely not afraid to get in the box, is he, either? Which is a very good sign. Yeah, he's a very young lad, but he's very fit. He's a box to box player. He seems to have got a bit of positional know how in his in his game. He's, he's, um, he's starting to put it together, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, impressed. Yeah, so as a whole, then, are you finding tonight a lot more encouraging? You're finding that we're making progress now. Yeah, definitely. The first half performance in particular, I was uh, I was quite excited. We looked like we had goals in us. We were definitely an attacking threat. We we didn't really give the Czechs much of a sniff at all. They had no. a couple of chances from or half chances from set pieces or yeah. balls into the box. But apart from that, I thought England were for the most part were in control. So I did. Very uh, positive. Yeah, I did as well. I, they, they seem to take the foot off the gas. 
I don't yeah. know again. I don't know again whether that was just something Gareth wanted to do. I would have liked to have seen them probably go a bit more forward, go at them a bit, make a real statement, knocking two or three past them. But one nil, just enough. On to the next round. Jobs are good and everyone's happy. And uh, who do you reckon they will get in the next round? He will come third out of that group. He will come third out of that group. It's a tough one, isn't it? It is. They got France versus Portugal. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it's Portugal. That's what I was thinking. And said that Ronaldo's never scored against uh, England. So <laughs> oh, he said that he's just set that one up, hasn't he? <laughs> I, I think it's good that they'll um, have the tight Wembley. Yeah, have the tight Wembley. Going to have the crowd that are going to be absolutely electric as well. It's going to be against one of the one of the old enemy, isn't it? It's like three, three of the most our biggest competitors in the game, really, isn't it? In Europe, and you've got that. You could either play either one of the three, whichever game. It's going to be a fantastic, fantastic watch. It'll probably be pretty gripping as well. Yeah, I know it's unlikely, but I really hope we get Germany. Yeah, I think that'll be um, that'll be a. Obviously, we're all rivals, and I think we match up really well with them. Mm. It'd be an absolutely of... excellent game, that would be. I'd yeah, both you... teams have got a lot of pace in their front yeah. line. Germany have got, obviously, Sane and, and Nabry, if, if they both start. Yeah. And I think, that, like you say, Mbappe, he um, caused so many problems for Germany. I think England have got quite a lot of pace that can mm. cause them yeah. problems too. Exactly. It'd be, it'd be an end-to-end game. I mean, no mm. doubt about it. And the way that I saw what Germany did, I mean, it was a fantastic game, but it just showed the weaknesses of Portugal more than really how good Germany were. I wouldn't, I'm not saying it wasn't a fantastic result. It could be a bit of a smoke screen as well. Just have to see what they do against Hungary. I mean, you know, in typical German fashion, you could see them losing to that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But anyway... Right then, that's about it. On the next pod, we'll be doing a full roundup of all the group uh, matches and be able to give you the final standings and what the last 16 is going to look like and also probably with our predictions as well. If you want to email us at varthebar2020 at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is varthebar1 or Facebook, which is varthebar. Got anything else to add there, Dan? No, no, just no. bring it on. Tournament's getting it's getting hot enough, isn't it? Well, to be honest, mate, the gloves are off now. This is the exciting part, isn't it? The men from the boys, isn't it? Yeah, business end of the tournament. The business end. The big names are going to come out, I reckon. Right then, that's a bye from me then. Yep, see you next time. great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk Sports Social Podcast Network
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.